What's up with it? It's another episode. Welcome to the Q Zone. This episode of this podcast is bad behavior and kids. I got a few scenarios I'm, I'm gonna be talking about. Something that I've seen. And uh, just uh, voice my opinions on it. Um, nothing too much. Nothing too fancy. Uh, starting off, bad behavior. Um, talk about bad behavior. I want to talk about men. Um, and not just any men. I want to talk about black men. Um, not to be any specific, but I just feel like talking about, you know, my own brings a, a, a real light to uh, problems. <clears throat> Excuse me. That uh, that we face as a generation. So I was uh, I was at Target. I was sitting in the parking lot. I just got done making my purchases and stuff like that. And I was just sitting my my car, chilling with my windows down, all cracked. And I was watching Netflix and just uh, eating on some snacks or whatever. Cause you know I be snacking. Cause that's what I do. Well, I'm trying to try this diet, but that's a whole other episode. Cause I don't like to call it diet, but whatever. Anyway, as I digress, so I'm sitting in my car, and this car pulls up, and um, I start hearing this little woo sound coming out the window, and I'm just like, "What the heck is that?" So I I, I, I turn I turn to my left, and there's this like three or four year old little boy that's sitting in the passenger seat, and he's like yelling out the window. So, you know me, I just, I pause my, my Netflix because he obviously disturbed me. So I pause my Netflix and I, I just look at him, you know, and I go, you know, roo, roo, you know, and he, he looks and we catch eye contact and like, he like cowers down, you know, super slow, you know, and I'm thinking he may be coming back to play, you know, some kids, they like to play with you. So they'll come back, play pick a a little bit. This kid wasn't having it at all. He said, I'm through. I'm done. <laughs> he said, I'm not messing with him. Don't know him. He ugly. Like, yeah, I don't trust him. So, um, that happened. He, he started playing in the car or whatever. But uh, this segment of what I'm talking about is kind of a little bit of what happened next. Um, his mom was on the phone with... Um, I believe to be his dad and her ex because the way she was talking it didn't make it sound like they were together um, so that kind of helps the narrative a little bit so they're on their phone call and uh, you know she goes first thing is like oh you know I wasn't talking about you uh, behind your back and they're on they're on bluetooth so i'm i'm hearing everything so i'm not trying to listen but you know <clears throat> those people that pull up and don't know that their bluetooth is like super loud and you can hear it through the car because obviously it's not made out of like bulletproof and like soundproof windows and stuff like that so you know it's, he he's on the phone or whatever and uh she's like you know uh, i didn't talk about you behind your back um you know, I don't need to say anything about you. You know, um, she was like, but one thing that I did not like, you know, that I spoke to was the fact that you were talking about me, you know, um, in front of my son. Um, she was like, I felt that was just super rude. You know, he's only three years old. You know, you don't need to be talking about his mom like that. 
you know, in, in, in front of him. And, you know, Duke goes like, you know, I don't care. You know, I can talk about whatever I want to. Um, you know, it really don't matter. Like, you know, ain't nobody going to stop him from talking. Like, he, he pretty much didn't care about what she was talking about. And she was just like, I just feel like that's that's super rude. And, you know, I would never do that. And, um, you know, she was like, I can do that. And he's like, no, nah, you know, no, you can't. You know, you're not going to do that. You know, almost like, like like he's in control. You know, and she was like, no, I really can. You know, and it kind of went back and forth. You know, I can, I can, I really can. And, you know, he was just like, you know, whatever. You know, it ain't nothing that you can really say or whatever um, that could hurt me. And it's it's like the principle. It's not the like it's not about being hurt. You know, the principle is just uh, respecting each other after that. You know, she's like, you know, my son's only three years old. Like he doesn't need to hear that. I would never disrespect or discredit his father in front of, you know, him. Um, unless he asked the truth, you know, I wouldn't just like talk about and bash you, you know, for no reason. Um, and he's just like on the phone, like, yeah, you know, whatever, like, you know, I don't, I don't care who's around. I'm going to, you know, say what I want to or whatever. And it just kind of shows that, you know, the, the indecency, um, from, from, from my generation now. And, you know, uh, one thing I was talking to. My fiance Paul was that um, you know that it's like a learned behavior, you know, and not just from growing up, but also from the relationship. You know, uh, this was allowed early on, during, and and in post relationship too, even when they broke up, and you know, but throughout the relationship, obviously, you know, there was a, allowed a lot of yelling a lot of language and all that stuff before baby came and everything like that so it's like some stuff some stuff you get adjusted to and it's like what, what can you do about it you know and um and, and you just kind of bite the bullet you know while you're in a relationship and you take everything and you 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 fight back but you know there's only a certain point you can fight back to and so obviously they reached that point and you know she she just kind of accepted whatever you know um, whatever behavior she got, you know, and up until this point now, she's trying to find her way and, and grab control of of herself and their relationship, you know, or lack thereof that they have now, you know, that they might be separated or not together, but still having to raise a child, you know, for their a lifetime. And so um, I know it's really hard, you know, because one thing that I spoke to was that, you know, a man who who grants control over his, you know, his lady uh, throughout his relationship, especially if he's, like, abusive, aggressive, and all these bad things, you know, he will try to keep her there. And knowing, even if they break up, because in the past, they were on and off, and they were breaking up and getting back together. So he's, he's gotten to, like, this thought of it being a routine oh yeah she's mad she's gonna come back and so he, he he can do whatever he wants he knows how to smooth her and soothe up the conversation and you know the just the the atmosphere to gain to bring her back and then uh, once he brings her back you know <clears throat> get her comfortable and then boom you know he jumped back on the the bad behavior and everything like that and um you know when you do that, obviously, it just, it hurts the relationship more and more, 
you know, uh, following that there is no out when when you are when you allow so much to happen, you know, and he gets super super comfortable with being able to keep you know per se his his thumb on you and keep his you know his foot foot on your neck um and it's just hard to get that and even when you leave you know he feels like oh she doesn't have anybody so she's vulnerable you know um so you know she she's scared to lose the baby you know women feel like they they'll be in a in like a a battle you know with with the with the with the dad you know because they broke up and he'll take the son or the daughter or whatever you know so they don't want any conflict they don't want any problems and stuff like that and um you know it only hurts them because it's it's so many things that happen that they don't see or really want to acknowledge as a problem you know and they just allow certain things to happen and certain behaviors to go on and it's just like oh well you know that's the way it is or whatever and so you know a man will continue this behavior up until she finds another man and even in the beginning of when he finds out that oh you got another dude around you know my child blah 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 like he wants to act he wants to play you know if you guys are if, if you guys know animals I've been watching a lot of like animal planet YouTube videos about lions and stuff like that so Pretty much what happens is, you know, the lion starts a pride and mates with the lionesses, <laughs> lionesses, that's like a funny, and uh, they have their babies or whatever. But, you know, if um, if a neighboring lion comes, pretty much he'll, they'll battle him and the, the alpha male from the pride will battle and the winner pretty much takes um, takes the lionesses and starts a family. Now, if this new comer comes along and he wins he'll kill the cubs so he can start his own legacy now it's kind of like in reverse order for for humans because um, there's there's a battle between the men but this isn't somebody new coming this is the ex trying to come back and stop something new from happening um and so that that happens a lot of the times and you know, it's allowed, and and a lot of guys who come in don't want that problem, you know, because it, it it's it's drama. Honestly, it's it's a it's a lot of drama that comes with it, especially with a, with a kid. Um, that's it's just a lot. But you know, once that man acknowledges that she's serious about this dude, and like he has a very strong, important role, and he plays a significant part you know, in, in her life, um, but in the child's life as well, he'll step back and he'll understand that his role as the dominant person in the relationship or situationship is now slim to none. And she's able to breathe, you know. She's able to breathe the whole bunch. You know, so I just hope that, that, that you know, that, that woman I spoke to, um, in my experience, I hope that she just finds and she continues because she was definitely stating her opinion and everything like that. And, you know, I just hope that she continues to keep her ground and hold it down like that um, because it's important that she lets him know that, you know, you don't run this and and you're not going to just walk all over me 
as you may have before. Um, so, that, I mean, that was a good piece. I was just like, yeah, shout out to her. Now, um, now, kind of transitioning to the kid side of it, you know, obviously, like, the little boy's sitting in the car the whole time. So, you, you hear him say daddy a few times and everything like that. And it's like, at three, you know, you listen to some stuff and you, you might, you know, mimic some stuff and everything like that. But three-year-olds are listening to. They're definitely listening to you know, the arguments, like, they'll get adjusted, you know, to to whoever's yelling and stuff like that. And they'll know once they get a little older, oh, yeah, dad, daddy yells or mommy yells or they yell all the time, you know, um, or they fight all the time, which is not a good thing, but it happens. But, you know, for that little, little, little kid, you know, he was playing at first and, you know, he was putting on some sunglasses and everything like that. But once he started hearing, you know, his... um his dad get louder and louder on the Bluetooth, he slowly stopped playing, you know, and he was like listening in. And and that part right there is the most concerning part about that is because now he hears, he's focused in hearing the, the voice that he looks to for guidance as a voice who is rude and, disruptive and disrespectful and not only just disrespectful out loud but disrespectful to another person that he loves the most and which is his mom and so that I mean that kind of that kind of you know hurt, hurt my heart a little bit just to see that he has to deal with that you know and she has to deal with that and that's probably something that she's going to be dealing with for a while because my guy didn't have no type of common sense like two plus two is five sir Step out of the classroom, please. Meet me in my office. But, um, you know, but going into the kids, so transitioning to kids, what I want to talk about with the kids is about how much how much should a kid know? You know, like if you're going to have a conversation, can you pause the conversation and, and, and put some headphones on the kid and like let them, you know, play video games or a tablet or on their phone or something like that? Can you do that? You know, to, you know, have them kind of oblivious to what's going on, you know. Um, because once they see something and they start to get older, they'll start asking questions. And if they ask questions, do you want to answer? Do you not want to answer? Do you feel like you can kind of white lie? The answer, can you have truth it? You know, can you give some answers, but not the full, you know, full in detail, you know? Um, because obviously, like, like in that situation, as they get older, and, and he might be curious to know, you know, you know, hey, mom, like, why aren't you and my dad together? And it's like, yeah, he did one thing, but he did a few different things, too, you know? And it's like, okay, well, can you share a few different things or you do, do you do the most basic, you know? Do you say we just wasn't working out? You know, do you say he 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 didn't like me anymore? You know, do you say that he he left for another woman? You know, or do you say, you know, he, he, like he, I, I was hit. Do you say, you know, do you tell a vague truth? Is there an, is there an age limit? No, obviously, you know, a lot of people have different opinions on this because, you know, I mean, there are certain ages, you know, that kids um, should be allowed to know certain things. 
Um, but it, it's as they grow, you know, there's a lot of information being put into into kids, and what they see, there's a lot of it, bit of information being put into them, and and they they, I mean, they they spit this stuff out. You know, as they're getting older, they're spitting it out. You know, between the ages of three and six, seven, eight, you know, these kids have a lot of questions. Their minds are beautiful. Like, I mean, it's just amazing what, what, what they come up with, what they can do, you know, and just the ideas that they have. And so, you know, when they do have a question, you know, it's like, you know, do you want to answer that? Do you feel it's appropriate? Should they be 17, 18 before you feel like you can actually, like, just share, you know? Or do you not tell, do you not just tell the truth because you don't want to bash the other parent, you know? Um, you know, do you tell them, hey, go go tell you, you know, go ask your other parent, you know, what happened? You know, it's, I don't know. I think it's, I think some some sometimes it's unfair. Um, I I feel like it's right sometimes, but then I feel like it's unfair sometimes because a kid sometimes is allowed to express their minds on so many different levels and ask questions and be a part of conversations, but then like they're limited to certain information because we don't want to tell the truth, we don't want to share the truth, you know. But in certain situations, you know, like that, like arguments and stuff like that, I mean, is it is it right that they know that? Should they be hearing you curse? Like, do you allow them to listen to the rap music, the explicit versions? Like, like is that just something that you going you you want to keep going? You know, is that something you want to teach your kid? Uh, I mean, me personally, you know, I have a eight year old. Um, he's not my biological son, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't categorize myself as a stepfather. I, I don't play secondary, and it's not that I'm taking, you know, uh, taking taking over for from the biological father's position. You know, I'm just making my own relationship, but I'm not a stepdad. You know, once I take that responsibility, um, you know, I'm dad. And that's just the way it is. And, you know, growing up, I mean, you know, I listened to everything under the sun from, you know, CeeLo, which is old school, super old school, to Too Short, to E-40, Do or Die, Twister, you know, Tupac. And, of course, you know, all the all these rappers that that were out, you know, used N-words and, and, and all kind of profanity and stuff like that. And so, you know, I was accustomed to it. I grew up with it, you know. So my my, my language isn't all... All, all great, but um, at the same time, I do censor myself, you know, around my boy. Um, so as far as music, I don't play rap music. I, honestly, I don't. I don't play a lot of music, you know, even R and B, which I love, <clears throat> which is my passion. I don't even play a lot of R and B because even that has a lot of, you know, effing and 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 sex and 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 n words and stuff like that and and bees and stuff like that. So. You know, I don't even play that word, you know, that type of music. You know, I'll play more so. I'll put on some jazz, some gospel, um, <clears throat> maybe a little bit of country. I'll put Kids Bop, you know, Justin Bieber's uh, earlier albums because <laughs> those are like kiddish albums. So, plus, I like those albums too. Um, 
you know, but I definitely try to censor it, you know, as far as my language and stuff like that. Sometimes I'll slip up, but for the most part, I definitely try to censor even my own language around him because I don't want, I don't want that to be an influence for me to him. Like, I don't want him to say, oh, yeah, you know, my dad Q, you know, he did that. So let me do that. You know, that's not, that's definitely not something that I'm, you know, I would be proud of, you know, for him, for my son to be telling, oh, yeah, well, I do that with my dad all the time. Or, yeah, my dad lets me do this because, like, he doesn't mind. Like, that's not how I get down. And so, you know, the the, the question bears that, you know, how much, how much should your kids know? You know, and and it all goes it, it all goes hand in hand, you know, and it all, you know, goes into one pot as far as like, you know, conversations around kids, you know, you get a lot of parents nowadays who have their friends and best friends over or on their phone, FaceTime and stuff like that. And it's just like going off with the with, with the words, you know, they're listening to movies and stuff like that. Like that's another thing. I don't like even movies and stuff, if it's if it's rated R, if we got Netflix you know, and there's three different accounts, you know, it's uh, my account, my fiance's account, and then my son has an account, and it's it's only kids um, for the category level, it's kids, it's, you know, I don't, I don't play that, like, it's, if it's, I don't know what it is, PG-13 or, or under, and even not PG-13 sometimes, because even that be happen too much sometimes, you know, but definitely rated R, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't happen over here, um, and that's something that I won't allow because, uh, you know, I, I just, I just want, I just want a kid to stay a kid for as long as they can, and not grow up too fast because growing up too fast comes with wants, and when you want something that you can't have, or you're being told that you can't have, you're gonna do whatever you need to do to get it. And that, that means if you're breaking rules, breaking laws, doing bad deals and stuff like that, like, that's what you're going to be doing. And, you know, and, that, and that's not the route I really I want to go in. So I'll keep censoring until we're of age, you know. Um, now, there's conversation that he hears because, again, um, he's here with us throughout the week. And then on the weekends, he goes with the other dad and uh, family over there. Now over there, there's a lot of stuff going on, you know. I mean, from whatever drinking to cursing and listening to rap music and stuff like that to riding in the front seat, um, which he's not even big enough to ride in the front seat. But you know, uh, we we try to put so much out to him just so he knows, uh, Kevin, my son, so he knows that he has a choice in what he's doing. You know, and it's just really important for him to understand that it is a choice. You know, I give him three core, core decision values that he can live by. And it's anything that's illegal, unethical, immoral, um, is just something that I want him to think about. And so, it's it's really important that he he thinks of those things before he actually starts um, to make a decision because it's important. Um, this is just not something that he's supposed to go on with and just you know keep making bad decisions and allow himself to do things that he knows is wrong, you know, just because he's with uh, you know a parent or something like that. Like I'm, I'm definitely giving full authority to say if we do something wrong, it's it's bad. Like if I did, if I even sound like I'm I'm saying a, a word that's inappropriate, like he's gonna be like, yo, dad, like 
or cute, like, yo, that, you know, he, he, he was about to say something, or you almost said something. I'm just like, yo, and I'm appreciative that I have that, that, that type of level of intelligence on him to where he knows that it is, it's some, something important that he's not supposed to do, you know, and even when I, when I do it, he, he catches me on it, so, um, I just think this is super important, you know, and so going into it, I, I felt like, you know, kids should know, kids should know and be aware that, that some of the decisions that they make are, are, aren't the best ones and, and they should be guided by parents, you know, and anybody that's around them, you know, whether it's a parent, whether it's a guardian, whether it's a cousin, whether it's any type of family, you know, that should always be around in the culture around them, you know, and, and honestly, you know, like I said, anybody who, who's around there who's bringing that and, and willfully bringing it and just kind of that's, that's what their lifestyle is and, you know, they don't really care, they don't really mind, you know, I, I can't say that, that, that there's, there's a lot of respect there. Because you're you're just raising somebody to be disrespectful. You're just raising somebody to to disobey the rules. You're just raising somebody to to when they say what they want to do, they're just gonna do it. You know, and not have to think twice about it, and not have to think about what somebody else thinks about their decisions, you know, and that the consequences are, are minimal. You know, and so I feel like in, in that, you know, and just saying that I feel like kids, you know, kids need to know what is good and what is bad and what they can think about. You know, I think it's important to do that, you know, and going back into those three core values that I teach them, um, illegal, immoral, and unethical, you know, even though we speak of illegal, you know, I, I also told him that there are things that are legal that, he, you know, that he would definitely want to give thought to, you know. Um, smoking weed is definitely legal, you know, but should you do it because everybody else is doing it? You know, um, and that's what you should think about, and um, and not to say that he can't. You know, he he might find that as a as, as a as a hobby later on. You know, I don't know, but right now, you know, I just want him to give thought to everything and just open his mind to stuff, and always, you know, always be cognizant of of the decisions that he's making. You know, we want to make him real responsible. You know, kids are kids at at at, at seven, eight, nine, ten years old, but they have a lot of freedom and they have a lot of free time and it's just so funny because kids will make a habit out of free time when you allow them to have free time but when you when you have them do a chore for the first time it's hard for them because you've allowed them to have so much free time that they don't know what a chore is now you're making them do something that they don't want to do that makes it hard so, you know, that's just a little tidbit on on, on kids and 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 what they know and you know what they what they don't know and it's not anything about what they should or shouldn't. I mean, obviously, you shouldn't be cursing in front of kids. You shouldn't be, you know, bashing parents and stuff like that. But if a kid asks, you know, asks about uh, you know their parent, you know, give as much truthful answer as you can and then send them to the other parent to ask them, you know, for full details. I think that's fair. You know, I don't think anything's wrong with that. So, you know, the other parent will have to deal with that question and, and hopefully they answer properly, you know, and if they come with the other parent, then, 
you know, it'd be just like that. He asked a question, she asked a question, and I sent I sent her him to you. So, you know, it doesn't matter. There's no size in this. It's just right or wrong. Um, so yeah. You know, thank y'all for tuning in. I know I had a lot to talk about that. You know, that was kind of two two different uh subjects blended into one. Um, thought it was just a good idea to talk about, you know. So thank y'all for tuning in. Um uh, stay tuned for another episode of the Q Zone.